Welcome to the Elmer EMC podcast. We want to support you on your journey with God. So here's this week's teaching. Greetings to all of you at Elmer Evangelical Missionary Church. We, Sandra and Jim Weens, have been sent by the Elmer Church to serve at a mission school in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, we always start with greetings. Salam Nachib health and peace to each one of you. Xavier Yimuskin in Yemene. May God be praised for everything in life. Are you well? And we always answer yes, because our relationship is well. And as a church family for Elmer, we want our relationship to be strong, even if our health and your spirits may not always be strong. We miss all of you at AEMC. We have enjoyed chatting with a number of you on the phone uh, over this time. This is very important and encouraging to us. We've been working remotely since we came back to Canada at the end of March due to COVID-19. Bingham Academy quickly transitioned to online learning and Jim has just finished teaching and evaluating students who are now scattered all over the globe. I continue to advise the crisis management teams of our two organizations, Bingham Academy, as well as SIL in Ethiopia. Currently, many SIL members have left the field for their home countries, and those who are left in country, as well as the employees, have all been working from home since the end of March. Our topic today is serving God with purpose. God's purpose for us is to serve at Bingham Academy in challenging times. Bingham Academy's mission statement is teaching truth, equipping generations, changing the world for God's glory. Every day we seek to integrate biblical truth into our lessons. During Spiritual Emphasis Week, again this year, over 20 students made decisions of faith. And during the year, we have seen students go on in their walk, growing. Mm -hmm. And we thank you. We thank all of you for your support. We also have students from six continents and 30 different countries. And we also now, being online, have students all over the world and teachers as well. It is truly amazing how all of us in this world have been affected by COVID-19. When we first returned to Canada, I was feeling a bit fearful after two months of intently watching the pandemic and trying to prepare two organizations for the impact. My own personal health risk was a concern. And I wondered how I could best continue to fulfill my purpose. At that time, I opened my Bible and randomly read through some Psalms, and I came across Psalm 138, verses 7 and 8. They were clearly an answer from God to address that fear. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. Certainly we know of trouble. 
some of the elderly in our communities, in the old folks' homes, have certainly been through a particularly difficult time. We've heard of racism and even rioting in the last few weeks. We look to the Lord, and in Ethiopia, we've had many troubles. Three years ago, we went there when there was a state of emergency. Last year, as they opened up to multiple parties, there were riots in the city, and we had to close school for three days. This year, the trouble was more in the countryside, where there was rising levels of conflict and even small wars in some areas with Christians being persecuted. The Prime Minister, as you can see in the picture, Dr. Abiy, has won the Nobel Peace Prize last year. He's trying to create a system where we can vote for multiple parties with the election to have been held this month. We can see a picture of the Oromo people with their flag, and they are the largest group and also the largest in terms of land ownership in the country. And yet that they would say that they have been persecuted and marginalized. And so they want more say. So the country is in trouble and the elections then couldn't be held because of COVID. So now the government is in a difficult situation where the constitution says that their time is up. And some of the people wonder about that as well. And yet they are still in control. So we prayed prayer for Dr. Abiy, who's a Christian, and for the government and for peace in Ethiopia. This third year, I personally have had a better sense of my purpose in my work. And a highlight has been teaching a Bingham certified pre-nurse course for one student. I'm thankful that the student was motivated to catch on to a nurse mindset. And I've been blessed by some who watched us work together and have commented that they appreciate the depth of knowledge and skill that I have expected from this student. A spin-off was some adults watched this learning and decided they also wanted some uh, more in-depth first aid training. So that turned into a weekly session for me. Things like teaching them how to take a blood pressure. Um, another of God's good purposes that has been revealed to me is the journey to discover how I function best in various roles. I struggle to have the right fit in the HR department at SIL when my gifts are better used in the health coordinator role. God's working in me to develop a better attitude and coping abilities. It's interesting that God needs to work in us first by his Holy Spirit before he can fully act out his purposes in our lives. Another highlight has been the stretch and breathe exercises that I do a couple times a week at SIL. That's an initiative to respond to the people who came to my office complaining of blurry vision, back aches. This way we get out of our chairs and we have a lot of fun uh, counteracting those problems and that's a very much an encouragement to me. 
Also at SIL, I have been teaching some monthly health uh, topics. And a recent topic that you'll see a picture of is about high fiber nutrition. And I had some plate food and we decided which fiber was best in each of those foods. So when we evacuated, I knew that my work had changed. God's word in the Bible can be so timely and actually quite pertinent because shortly after coming back to Canada, that theme of purpose kept coming out. And in my regular Bible reading, I came across this verse, Philippians 2 verse 13. For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purposes. All my work, all the delays, all the changes, all belong in God's plan. And there will be something good now and in the future. For example, instead of doing just monthly health teachings at SIL, I now write a weekly document or column on a, a health topic. Everyone has been related to COVID-19 in terms of how do you manage that in your daily life and what's the broader perspective of public health. Haven't run out of topics yet. Uh, and this delay has also allowed me more time to prepare for new opportunities that were arising. Just before we left, I had set up to teach in a um, school of nursing. And that is something that I regret didn't quite happen, but it will still be in place and I can work on some lesson plans in the meantime. In the meantime, I also continue to advise our two organizations on what does it take to reopen safely? What measures do we need? And I'm sure I'll be doing lots of health training of staff, volunteers in, in the organizations to keep ourselves in the best position possible. I never expected that a nurse would be critically needed to guide two organizations through pandemic preparedness. One colleague's goodbye to us included these words, thank you for waking us up when we were all still asleep. And that about summed up the two months that I spent intently watching the pandemic spread around the world and trying to activate two organizations with some details that needed to protect us. It was like watching a locomotive hurtling down the track on vulnerable people groups. And I wanted to equip those people so that they would not get totally run over. So acting according to God's purpose, in Ethiopia certainly has us caring for the vulnerable in our communities. So every year our school has an activities week where each grade goes and helps out a needy community. So our grade six class went to an orphanage where there were 30 children and only a few staff. And we cared for the children, did lots of activities with them, uh, loved them to pieces, which they craved. We also painted their playhouse and murals on the walls throughout. And I was also in charge of building a balcony wall out of wood because the old one was rotten 
and we supplied materials. I had tools that I brought that we really needed to build the project. And the students used a handsaw that I had to do all the cutting, which they found very challenging. In 2 Timothy 1.9, we read, who, which is Jesus, has called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. We don't deserve it. We can't do it on our own. It's by God's grace that we live for him, serve him, and honor him in what we do. At Bingham Academy, I was called to be a computer teacher. And this year, I was the only IT teacher for grades 6 to 12. When I first got there, we just had networked computers in a lab. And the power went off frequently, sometimes for long periods of time. Also, the network would freeze. Other times, it would be down, possibly for days, even weeks in a few cases. So what to do? After working through this, I eventually, in my second year, decided I needed to get another laptop. And yet there weren't any available. So I ordered one from Europe because someone was going there to hand carry it in. Sadly, it was a lemon and it didn't work at all as it should have. So this last summer, thanks to the funding that you at Elmer have provided, which we very much appreciated, we were able to get some laptops purchased, some new ones, and also some new robotics kits, because those also were very old, and they have been a huge help. Plus, when I got back to Bingham, the tech employee there handed me three used laptops that they had found somewhere that also worked. And so now we can have a good number of students using those. It helps not only the strong students so that they can feel more challenged, but also some of the students who struggle because they can't seem to get the other stuff to work and <laughs> these computers do the job and when the power goes off, they are still on and praise the Lord for those supplies. Those laptops have been a huge boon to Jim's ability to cope as a teacher and to feel good about how these students are progressing. With the robotics then, at first with the network, the robots actually crashed the network. But with the laptops, as you can see in the picture, we can have sumo competitions. We can also have the homeschool parents in a few cases bring their students to the school after when we have the club and participate with us. We even have some students who've got so excited about this that they've bought their own robots or they use their laptops to go online and program and learn new programs and that really encourages them to go on in the technology field. God has given us, given us giftings to serve him. And one of these, surprisingly for me, was that I could do cross-country running with the middle schoolers. 
So in the last two years, I've led them and they've actually been able to win their regional competitions, which has been a great excitement for the Bingham cross country runners. And also on field day, you can see me running with the parents and the staff members. Field day is a big community event that actually lasts two days and we have lots of fun at the end dressing up while they do all the counting for the winners. Uh, we get to parade around and you can see us uh, just having a great time together as the Bingham community. We've also celebrated students who've graduated and gone on in the computer science field. Uh, both years that have taken my courses. And we now have this coming year a full grade 12 programming course uh, for those wanting to go on especially. This will be a real addition to our Bingham studies. Under COVID, we've all had to switch to online and virtual teaching and learning. So this has been a big challenge with students in many parts of the world. Some of these students don't have good internet. The power may not even be on for days. Some have old machines that don't download properly. Um, they may be of a different sort and they themselves have challenges, in which case we may have to go back and forth for a number of days just for them to figure out how to get something to work. So I'm on a technology team getting ready for next year, which we'll also have to most likely start online. Um, so pray that we might have direction uh, for that and the students and parents can work well with us. Help us to be able to pray that we can continue to communicate together as staff. We do uh, Zoom um, prayer and sharing uh, weekly. And we just had an online graduation uh, which was highly effective and praise the Lord the internet was on for every parent of a student graduating so that they could see live what was happening with their students. That brings us to the end of our presentation and we're grateful if any of you want to give us a call or an email we'll chat some more and explain this but in the meantime just know that we value you and I know yes. that you value us and that has been a good base for us mm -hmm. to, to be your hands and feet in Ethiopia. So let's pray. Our Father in heaven, you have given us much to be thankful for both here and in Ethiopia and around the world. Everybody has their COVID-19 story, and ours is focused a little bit more on missions and people we care about around the world. We care about Ethiopia, the politics, the safeguards that need to be in place, the organizations that need to refocus and change some of our purposes, or at least how we do those purposes. And we look to you, Lord, at this unprecedented time which allows us to make some creative changes. I pray for the country of Ethiopia and its leadership, those that want an election and those that uh, perhaps are okay with 
the changes that are happening under Christian leadership. We thank you for the response so far of COVID-19 in that country and keeping it somewhat under control. Lord, may you safeguard those that are working there to share your gospel. And as people are more open to thinking about life and death, that they may also be open to your gospel at this time. We pray for Jim and I as we work together, as we work in situations that sometimes don't seem to fit our purposes, and yet we know that you are having an overall purpose for us. May we do our best. We thank you for our Aylmer Church and other friends and family who have sent us messages, who have supported us, who have understood or tried to understand where we're at. May you bless us all in this work that we do together. In your name we pray, in Jesus, which is honor and glory. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We invite you to follow Jesus with us and join us on mission with him. We'd love for you to connect with us through our website, worship at aemc.com, or on Facebook. Just search for Aylmer EMC.